Alright guys, hear me out. Playing a healer is not actually bottoming for gamers. It's definitely topping, or at the very least, power bottoming. You decide who lives and who dies. Playing tank, on the other hand, that's bottoming. You take hits for everyone else and beg healers for heals. Ooh, Danny, I'm squishy for healies! You know, now that you put it in the context of begging, I think healers are definitely the dom in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I just said, ooh, daddy, I'm squishy for healies. Twice now. Yeah, I, I, I watched <laughs> you die, but just casually. Ooh. Okay, Adam, enough. <laughs> you are excommunicated <laughs> from the Brotherhood of Tanks. Okay, I got one more. I know, no. we split the party, but where is everyone else? The Dungeon Master. I'll tell you where they're not. Safe. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Chin pod wow take two <laughs> welcome to the binge hinge podcast my name is adam and with me are my fellow co-hosts i'm mike and i passed third grade grammar let's go ahead and get started real quick um for anyone listening who cares how has y'all's week been uh all right we can just move every- on to- <laughs> the final answer <laughs> open question was All this right. like a leave your reply in the comments or were you asking us <laughs> i was actually asking you guys but we don't we don't have to talk about it guys what's your binge what have you been watching the past two weeks uh we uh we just finished servant on apple tv which um how would you describe it it's, it's uh, a typical m night Shyamalama ding dong series i mean Shyamalama yeah but it's it's better than yes everything else he's ever put out see i can't separate him from the travesty that was the last airbender oh god ain't it we can talk about that later this episode because i actually was going to talk about the last airbender but anyway <clears throat> oh also for anyone listening at home who's wondering who the random female voice is that is kyla hi i'm kyla hi where i had to go the introduction but my b it's I don't funny. know what the accent is going on right now, but it's just <laughs> the thing my mouth is doing, and I'm just allowing it to exist. <laughs> oh, dear. So I got uh, a stop hand. It's a Little American. That's what you've been watching. Sure. Little America, yeah. It's um, it's a cool little series. It's eight different, or it's eight episodes, and each one focuses on um, basically um, minorities. And... Mm. Different immigrant lives in America. Yeah. That's actually and, um, really cool. They're all based on true stories. At the end of every episode, they, they they have this little thing where they bring in the real person and, like, tell their story and, like, how they're doing now. Hmm. That's rad. That makes like, sense with the name, too. Like them, so you go to the part of town that's got all of the XYZ cuisine and culture. It'll be called, like, Little Italy or shit like that. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh my God. That's... I never would have thought of that. All right. All right. I assume that's the premise anyway or the basis. Basically, yeah. Like one of like one of the stories the lead guy he ended up directing that episode. Hmm. He got in like film and stuff like that, so that was pretty cool. And that's they good. seem to get casting like pretty spot on for like people that look like the real people involved. So that's pretty cool. But it's authenticity. A, it's a cool um I don't know, it's a cool insight at different ways of life. Yeah. And culture, traditions, and it's really cool. Oh, nice. Did y'all say that was on uh, the Apple TV? Yeah, Apple yeah. TV Plus. Interesting. Yeah. We were talking earlier before we started recording, and Adam and I both have yet to get that. 
The listeners don't have to know that we talk before recording. <laughs> we never communicate outside of this show. We are hermits to our own lives. I have never met an Adam in my life. I don't even know these people. I just happened to stumble upon this this room and like, oh, hey. Please, please let me out of this basement. We're being held here against our will until someone finds us funny or enjoyable. So please, like and review us. Jesus Christ, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, that, that got morbid fast. <laughs> all right. Um, um Mike Kyla <laughs> is that all you've been binging? Um we started for all mankind, which is basically it's an alternate reality uh, about the space race and like what would have happened if Soviet Russia beat us to the moon? Hmm. That's um, interesting. We're only three episodes in. They blew we it up. We watched the first episode because I wasn't paying attention, but it, it's a cool little series. Nice. Yeah, I it's saw the right. advertisement for that, and it looked pretty cool. Do they blow up the moon? <laughs> Wait and see. Do they take a bite out of it, like a big Boy. pizza pie? That's a mori. Wait, no, that's when the moon hits your eye. I need to know if the moon is made of cheese and if it's explodable. Otherwise, I have no interest. It's made of brie. Is it very good? Yeah, I bet. In case no one heard me. Is it very good? Yeah. I don't know why I said that. Adam, nobody's talking to you. It's going to be very... uh, Nobody uh, likes you, Adam. (laughs) There's a reason why there's a show called Adam Ruins Everything. I've got to bounce. I'll talk to you guys later. (laughs) Love you. No, you don't. XOXO. So I've been binging these sick ass pretzel chips. No one asked. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. That's rude. (laughs) Okay. Damn. Okay. (laughs) What? You guys can dish it to me, but I can't dish it back. Anyways. Pretzel chips. Exactly. This is me dishing it back. I am retaliating in anger. Okay. I'm sorry. I love you. Can't relate. Okay. <laughs> so, Max, what have you been binging? Uh, well, besides these uh, pretzel chips, I've actually uh, gotten kind of into a show I found on Hulu called Single Parents. I think it actually like airs on TV, but it's about this group of parents of, like, God, I think their kids are, like, eight or something. And it's it's very much exaggerated. These kids have wild personalities beyond what a you know actual eight year old would have. But you know, if you can suspend the reality for a little bit, it's just kind of cute and enjoyable, something to watch to pass the time. Yeah. You Max, know, the fact like that, that, it that is, oh, if you like that show, you should check out Working Moms. I'll have to. It's hilarious, even yeah. if you're not a parent. Yeah, I mean, I I am not. I, I work. <laughs> Right. That's basically all you need to relate to, is that you work, and you're a human. That's about it. Big facts. But yeah, that's just, I think I like the fact that it is still being made too, so it is coming out on Hulu an episode a week, because I know, I know myself, and if I find a show I like, and it's all there right now, give me two days, it's gone. Oh god, we're the worst at that. Mm -hmm. So I do like having, there's something new to watch every morning. I have a few shows in my rotation, actually, and, you know, every morning before I leave for work, I've got about 20, 30 minutes to sit and eat breakfast, and I just watch whatever new episode came out in the past night. Nice. I used to be really bad with binge-consuming, like, TV shows, um, but then Dungeons & Dragons took over my life, so... And cooking. I'm a weird-ass yeah, person. you dope-ass hash browns, didn't you? I did. I actually made some today, and they were kind of better, but not quite perfect. Oh, I was on Pinterest the other night, and I saw some white Karen shit, and it was hash browns with spaghetti squash, as if that actually would taste good. I hate this so much. Just just leave it to potatoes. Just the thought of that. I'm so sick of people trying to convince me that spaghetti squash can replace every food. I don't inherently have a problem with spaghetti squash. I oh, think I it love has its, like I, I I think it has its place, but please do not tell me to put it in everything I cook because I will hit you over the head with one. 
Is it legitimately I, called spaghetti swash or is it called something yeah. else? I wouldn't be surprised if it has a formal name, but it's very, very commonly known as that. Like, if you asked the guy at fucking Whole Foods, he would know what you mean. Whole Foods. Widest Whole place you could probably be. I know. There's a um, vape juice flavor I have at my store that's a strawberry... I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. Acai? Acai? Acai. Your guess is as good as mine. Yeah, and so I always like tell people I kind of make a show out of flooding the pronunciation, and then I say, uh, acai, acai. I don't know, it's the shit people who shop at Whole Foods buy. <laughs> I love it. That always gets a laugh. I have a few different bits that I repeat at work, and they always, I have to remember who I've told them to already. I miss my vape so much. Yeah, there's a new one we have. There's <laughs> As Mike a little takes a rip. disposable. There, there's a fucking new disposable vape stick called the Puff Bar, and you know it's just use it once, throw it away when it's done, whatever. But I handed uh, it to someone this morning. You know, I was che- I was ringing them out, and I was like, "Here, hold this," and they grabbed the little Puff Bar from me, and I, I looked him dead in the eye, and I was like, "I can totally be a lawyer now." And this dude was like, "What?" And I said, "Yeah, I passed the bar." <sighs> So I'm pretty sure I'm fired now. Yeah. You're fired. That's my shitty ass attempt at President Trump. (laughs) Fake news. Fake news. China. Anyway. (laughs) China. The China. I'm by him saying that on my sample board, and sometimes when we're screwing around at practice, I'll play that in place of where the actual China symbol would be played. (laughs) <laughs> set up a soundboard for this show not for this show for my band no i was just saying that i should set one up oh yeah well, i'm sure you could add some stuff in post seinfeld <laughs> the seinfeld baseline no the mudbang baseline Anyway, so, that's what we all binged it in. Yeah, so... I binged and put on Red, because I forgot that I have an Android now, and so I can get an emulator. So I've been playing Pokemon Red, and uh, I can get Game Shark cheats on it. So I started with a level 50 Mew. That's cool, but also... Why? Why would you do it's that? It's hella cheating, but I think that was his point. <laughs> I mean, yeah... Which starter I mean, did you choose? The game. We have to have this conversation right now. What? What starter did you choose? Bulbasaur. Mm, okay. Is Bulbasaur your binge? Bulbasaur <laughs> is the only logical starter. I am. I, I I initiated this conversation, but I'm not going to have this argument right now. <laughs> you started it. Started. You're not Team Squirtle, are you? So guys, I've been binging. <laughs> quiet team squirtle um anyways i have been binging critical role for anyone who may not know that they are a actual play stream but they also release a few days after they live stream to twitch uh, an audio version onto podcast platforms but they play dungeons and dragons together they're very well-known voice actors who all play together uh matthew mercer travis willingham uh, Laura Bailey, a lot of other people, and they're pretty cool, very nerdy. Um, I'm sure a lot of people in the Dungeons & Dragons community are probably sick of hearing about them, because <laughs> everyone refers to them and uses them as the shining example of what a Dungeons & Dragons party should be, but, you know, different strokes for different folks. And also, I finally got past episode one of The Mandalorian. Finally! <laughs> I'm a. Uh, I've seen How up far to. Are you? Episode... I watched a couple more this week. I'm up to episode five. I I don't know what that one was. You have to like give me plot points. Um, you're just we... like no. Has everyone here seen Mandalorian? Yes. It was the episode where he was on that foresty planet, and there was the walker, and oh, in the little like farming town. Yeah, that one. Oh yeah, that's the last one I watched. Cool. We're on the same page. We are. 
I don't know. It's kind of like heartbreaking. I was like, ah, stay, you know, hook up with the hot widow. I don't know. Yeah, but that's not the way. That's, that's not how- what your dick says. <laughs> because of that. <laughs> My head says, this is not the way. My dick be like, this is the way. Yes, my point exactly. This is the way to the kutch. <laughs> Pee-pee touch is the way. I'm sorry, my uh, tracking beacon is pointing me right to your bing-bing-bong. <laughs> is, that, is that a line you use, Adam, with real girls? Because I feel sorry for them. This would probably explain why I'm a virgin. So let's move on. That's a perfect segue <laughs> for what's trending. Not my sex life. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just fucking roasted myself for this show. All right. Oh. All right. I'm good. So, what's all the rage? What's trending, guys? And Kyla. <laughs> Adam's virginity. <laughs> or lack thereof. I regret everything. <laughs> Time to burn this show. <laughs> so I'll start. Byte is currently trending. For those of you who don't know what Byte is, the creators of Vine, ever, pretty much ever since they... they back? No. Kind oh. of. Sorry. Ever since they shut down Ish. Vine, they have more or less regretted it but it wasn't really their choice it was twitter's choice because twitter bought vine out and dom hoffman who is one of the co-creators he wanted to bring it back years ago under the name vine 2 but shit hit the fan and he wasn't able to go through with it and after a pretty lengthy development process it finally came out of beta and released earlier this week on i think it was friday and so by more or less is Vine with a facelift and a couple new features, while it's also lacking some features that Vine had, and some people are bitching about it and making a big deal over it, but at the same time, it's like, you're right, they probably should have been prepared for some of the shit that's happening, but... Well, I mean, as with the first release of anything, there's gonna be oopses yeah. and uh-ohs. Mm-hmm. But Byte's pretty that cool. That just comes with the territory. Exactly, yeah. I'm downloading it right now, actually. (laughs) Nice. You should follow me. I was always super into Vine, but I never got into TikTok or any dumb crap like that. No offense to anybody that's in it. It's just not my thing. No, but I feel. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, that was it. I was just saying I I dug Vine, but I could never get into TikTok because I just thought that's kind of what took its place. Yeah. Kyla may be trying not to offend anybody that's listening, but me, if you like TikTok, I'm sorry to tell you, you like trash. So, download Byte and give us the trend. Yeah, I've seen funny TikToks. They pop up like on my feed and stuff, but I don't. I don't have a TikTok. I never really got into TikTok. I'm scrolling through all my bad selfies to try and find a profile picture. At this, I'm point. Just, this point. I'm just trying no, to be relatable with the cool kids. I actually have a TikTok and mostly use it for D and D related stuff because there's some cool D and D shit on there. Green Day is yeah. trending. But I, even like when um when Vine was out, I was still in high school when Vine was really big, and there was you know a whole element of mom, am I allowed to have this app? And I you're got such a food. baby. I I know I am twenty three years old. Now the entire internet knows. <laughs> fuck I'm old. Shut the fuck up. I can still feel old even though you're older. I'm what fucking thirty. It's hey. Um, G, right? Uh, I actually changed it to what my Discord name is right now. Damn it, Adam! I'm sorry. Uh, um, actually, while we're still talking about Byte, I changed my name because I was a dumbass, more or less. That's the same <laughs> fucking wine I drink. I poked the bear. I saw someone being homophobic on Byte. And didn't realize that they had a pretty big following on their bite, but also on Twitter, because they are a troll parody account, whose sole purpose, honestly, is just to cyber bully and make fun of shit. And they put me on blast on bite. Some of their followers got to me. And then I commented on a different bite of theirs. And 
then they put me up on blast on Twitter, and then I started getting a ton of harassment, <laughs> and Ooh, went dark for, sad. like, eight hours, and decided I'm just gonna change pretty much all of my socials' names and make everything private that I can, so... Yeah. Don't poke the bear. Back. But also, fuck homophobes. Oh, yeah. Fuck, fuck homophobes. Hard agree. So oh. I only hate one gay person. It's me, I hate myself. <laughs> that took a turn. I'm not sure how to respond how to that, I so... How fucking... What? What? Oh, there's a bar at the top that shows you it's recording. Oh, are you making your first bite right now? Yes, I'm making my first bite right now. There's going to be a live-action Bambi. Let's talk about that. So, Mike, <laughs> apparently Bambi's tra- trending. Yeah. The podcast told me to do it. There's also a podcast. Uh? Okay, that, that, is, that is my first bite. I'm watching it right now, because why not? Oh my not? god. Who... How do I? Who the fuck just followed me? I don't know this person. <laughs> Was it you? No. Oh, never no. Mind. I'm just getting like random spam. Yeah. Before we leave, by they're having a bot and spam issue right now, but they're currently mm-hmm. working on it. Dom has already Fair. conferred, conf- conferred, confirmed through the bite community forums that. He's a worthy issue, as well as some other issues, and they're currently working on bettering the app. So, live-action Bambi. Let's go, Mike. Yeah, so I'm looking on on Twitter. A live-action remake of Bambi is coming, and yes, that one scene is already stressing people out. <laughs> That's fair. According to The Hollywood Reporter and Variety, DC plans on giving Bambi a live-action, photorealistic CGI makeover, similar to 2019's The Lion King. Naturally, <laughs> some fans aren't prepared to relive the trauma of Mama Bambi all that's fair. I mean, look, we watched a live-action Lion King and had to deal with that trauma again, but I did fine. It's going to be written by the writers of Captain Marvel, so... That's an interesting move. That is a choice. That That is certainly a decision that was made. Was it a good decision or a bad decision? It remains to be seen. Exactly. Max, what's all the rage that you've been keeping track of? SNL brought back one of my favorite bits when Kylo Ren was undercover boss. This time he was Randy the intern, and I was losing my shit at this video, like, what, an hour ago? Something like that. Yeah, I... Is this even relevant? I I don't know. I It's something I watched that was vaguely recent and not random. No, it's trending. People are talking about it. For sure. No, I just... Driver is fucking hysterical. He does like poker face so well. How dare you compare me to my father? <laughs> Since when is he British? I don't know. That's the voice I went with, and I stuck with it. So originally, uh, the, the fact that it, it was funny, I loved that they had him like trying to use slang, and it's it was exactly right for someone who was trying to sound like they were down with the people. When he walks up to everyone, is just. Okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. You know, that's been such a trending thing recently. I just, I didn't realize how much people were saying that until I actually joined uh, the Facebook group. It was a group where we all pretend to be boomers, and I was laughing at some of those. But then I started seeing all these articles that are like, and now the generation war has been amplified by the phrase, okay, boomer. And I'm like, I, okay, I really don't think it's that deep, but okay, boomer. <laughs> so, that was a bit of a tangent but my point no, stands that's fine so in the first snl skit he was ryan the intern not the radar technician he said ryan the radar technician matt the radar technician oh matt and now he's randy mm-hmm. right now he's randy the intern yeah i kind of I, st- I still like the first one it's honestly kind of a classic to me but this one did a really good job usually i hate like remakes or revivals of things because i'm like no, it was good enough the first time, but just did it. It was funny. I enjoyed it. I made my show notes like five minutes before we started recording this. Exposed. I mean, the internet didn't have to know that, but thanks for exposing yourself. The internet didn't have to know about your virginity. Thanks for exposing yourself. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Anything for the laughs. Please don't expose yourselves. Yeah. Maybe you would help Adam. God <laughs> fucking damn it. Anyways... Now you can be a great pilot. 
just like Kylo Ren. I don't want to be like Kylo Ren. I'm gonna be like Luke Skywalker. Now you can die like him too. Okay, boomer. And I'm Batman. Um, I fucking got Adam. <laughs> so pilot a riot. This week, actually, kind of. Was it this week? Within the last two weeks, I found a new YouTube channel that I really like. They're called Mythical Kitchen. And if Mythical rings a bell with you, that's because they are a part of the Mythical Network, such as Good Mythical Morning, Good Mythical More, um, and whatever other Mythical channels are associated with Rhett and Link. But originally, Josh is his name. He cooks all the food for Good Mythical Morning, and I don't know all the history behind it, but I'm assuming more or less people liked his personality enough whenever he would show up on the actual show that people want an actual complete just separate channel for him so he started cooking for his own youtube channel and <laughs> he has a few different shows on his channel uh one is called foo fears where he'll have a guest on the show and have them try a food that he already knows that they super don't like and that sounds vaguely traumatizing just a, a bit a little bit and after seeing how they react and telling him what they don't like specifically about this food taking it and somehow magically turning it into something that tastes good as an example the first episode on the channel but also for food fears was with Rhett he had him try I think it was lamb's brain and ended up somehow transforming it into Louisiana style fried chicken but instead of chicken it was brain and Rhett was just blown away he was just like this if you had not told me it was brain I would have just been like this is some weird chicken it's almost like it's raw but you know what fuck it <laughs> just cause it has a different texture but he's got a I don't know it, it, it's really good so are his other shows on there I like his personality he has a lot of self depreciating humor which is <laughs> relatable but uh, I don't know. Just how he carries himself is pretty cool. You guys should that check it out. Fun. That actually reminds me of uh, when I was growing up. I hated broccoli when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I guess it's like a very stereotypical kid thing to dislike broccoli. <clears throat> but one time my dad made, he was doing like a stir fry something or other. And he um, brought it out and I was pointing out the, these little green chunks. And I was like, what is that? And you have to understand, I was six, and I was, like, stupid. But he pointed them out and goes, oh, that's <coughs> rockabri. It's a Chinese vegetable. And I was like, okay, and I ate it, and I liked it. And he was like, it was broccoli, you dumb bitch. He didn't say that, but... I think the reason a lot of kids do not like vegetables is, honestly, just simply how it's prepared. And thanks to the internet, it's pretty much been found out. Thanks to Tumblr... For whatever reason, Tumblr always finds out all this shit because everyone is somehow super relatable. Anyways, a lot of parents just like to steam vegetables and not add any seasonings to it. And it's like, it's healthy? Yeah? Like... But, like, of course they're terrible. Yeah. Like, cooking, the whole I, I point just... is you're making it taste good. You can still have healthy cooking, but the whole point is it's supposed to be That, like, enjoyable. olive oil won't kill you. No. Right. <laughs> No, I just, I also remember I was a very impressionable child. I didn't know how to act like a normal kid, so I took a lot of cues from really weird places, and I saw the stereotype on TV and in jokes was that all kids hate vegetables, and so I thought that I had to hate vegetables, and I guess I believed it for so long that I actually started, you know, not wanting them. I got in my own head about it. I'm sorry, I was trying to be quiet. <laughs> okay, it was it was stupid. No! I... No, I'm not upset it. about it. I'm being very matter-of-fact. Like, I understand. It was a stupid kid thing. No, but I totally get that, because I would do the same shit growing up, too. I would just, like, hear all these things and think, yeah, okay, must be true. Yeah, yeah. well, I just... I, I didn't know how to act like a normal fucking child i knew i wasn't normal i got made fun of and i didn't have friends and i was like okay maybe if i do like all of these things then i will be a normal kid and my life will be okay i definitely feel that uh, didn't work 
But it's definitely relatable. I've always known that I'm a pretty adaptive things. person. My personality and how I behave generally changes based on the group of people I'm around. If I know people are definitely not okay with swearing, I generally don't swear or swear as little as I can. If I know the people don't give a shit, I'm just comfortable and do whatever feels right. And if people are being like very audible, usually I'm kind of matching or trying to match that energy. It really depends. I don't know. I think- No, I get that. I try to like match the vibe a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but then when you do that so much, even in a group of people, you get to thinking, like, is this what we're all doing? Are any of us acting like real people right now, or are we just faking it until we get to go home? Makes sense. I didn't think about that, but now I'm thinking about it. Thanks, I hate it. Yeah, that kind of messed me up. Thank you. Hi, welcome to the Existential Crisis Podcast. My name's Adam, and we're gonna overthink things, because that's a really good point. (laughs) Right? Like, are any of us, you know doing it for real or i mean that that fucks me up sometimes it's a very good point and i really don't know how to process it or respond yeah i'm still trying to process listeners at home you should tweet at us actually we don't have twitter set up yet uh you should find us on facebook at the binge hinge, po- binge hinge podcast and let us know what your thoughts are oh, is shit. anybody a real person comment below comment below below what what platform are we whatever uh i'm just gonna let the recording roll but i really need to use the bathroom if i could just take a quick break no no okay you guys talk without me i'll be back so man that guy adam oh fuck him is he gone god damn it that fucking adam Adam really does ruin everything doesn't he really does Hey everyone, Adam here. Quick programming note, the reason this message is being included right as I was going to the bathroom is because some of the stuff that was recorded shouldn't be released publicly and with where I needed to cut the audio out where it started as well as where it ended, it just sounded awkward with, uh, as you had just previously heard Kyla say, well everyone say, oh yeah, that Adam, he really ruins everything to where you're about to hear me jump in when I return from using the bathroom. It just would have sounded really awkward and as if I wasn't really gone. So instead of awkward silence, I figured I'd explain what's going on. So let's get back to the show. Hey, what's up? I'm back. Hey, back is dad. What? I said, how was your pee? Good, good. Okay. Good talk. (laughs) Well, I I don't have kidney stones, so it was painless and I'm very proud of relaxing. (laughs) Anywho, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to what you guys are talking about. No, don't. Nope. I mean, when I edit this, I listen to everything, so it's inevitable. No, we were just talking about like bad management and getting dumped with tasks at the last minute. Oh, yeah. Fuck that shit. It's like, well, the the the, the reigning phrase is, look, I, I can do this fast or I can do it well. You, you, you don't get both. Especially yeah. not for free. Right. Give me a pay raise if you want me to do both. Yeah. Well, there's a little graphic I saw once. It was just a little triangle. And on the three different points, it was like fast, good, cheap. And it was like, you know, for graphic design, pick two. Yeah, that can be applied to most things. I I can do fast and cheap, it's gonna suck. I can do fast and good, it's gonna cost you. I can do... Cheap and good. And I I, I can do good and inexpensive, but I'm not gonna... I'm taking my sweet time on that shit. Right. So... Anyway. Anyway, anyway. Yeah. Mythical Kitchen. Their, uh, Their pilot was pretty good. I wouldn't really say... There's a pilot. I would definitely recommend checking out Food Fears, unless you don't like watching people check out gross foods, then maybe check out Future Fast Foods. What's something new that you guys have checked out this week? Uh, Invent Animate dropped a new single. I'm pretty stoked for their new stuff. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> it, it's very much like exactly what I expect from them, and I'm, I'm stoked on it. I listened to that the other night, and was blown away. 
Oh my god. I just, and I love the way they do kind of like the, how do you pronounce it? Ethereal? Kind of that like yeah. ambient, spacey, mystical sounding instrumental bits. They're so good at that. Yeah. I'm so pumped for that record. God, give it, give it to me now. I'll give you all my money. So like 18 bucks, but I'll give you all my money. I will sell you <laughs> my kidney if you give me that record now. I will sell one lung. That's how I feel about New Zeo coming. I did not know New Zeo was coming out. Yeah, uh, supposedly they've got at least a full length coming out this year. Isn't their vocalist, like, super fucking busy between all three of his bands? Um, no, but their drummer is in, um, From Autumn to Ashes. Uh, okay. Uh, their vocalist, he's a full-time tattoo artist, so he's busy with that a lot. Hmm. Okay. What's his name? Johnny Green? No, Johnny Green was from... Oh, I don't remember. Dan Wyant. That's the dude from Theo. It's no longer the vocalist of Circa Survive? Huh? It's no longer the vocalist of Circa Survive. What? Are you thinking of Anthony Green? Thank you. And Satan? Anthony Green. Yeah. Wrong fucking band. Wrong scene. So, besides Circa Survive, what was the other band that Anthony Green is in? Seosin? Yes, that's who I was thinking of, not Zeo. I'm sorry. Gotcha. That that makes more sense in context. I was like, what are we talking about? Yeah, no. Anthony Green is, from what I can tell, super fucking busy. He's in like three bands, and I think on Twitter he mentioned that he's taking a break to try and recuperate. Rightfully so. So, Mike. Yeah. What'd you check out this week for the first time? For the first time? I listened to a lot of Bill Murray this week, like really digging into bill murray like he's come up on on my shuffle a lot but this week i actually sat down and listened to a good bit of his stuff (laughs) at first i thought you were talking about the actor then i realized you're talking about the band bill murray oh yeah yeah johnny frank is an amazing musician i love him i really hope he never stops doing bill murray i love uh caleb's feature in thick thickly yeah that shit's so because, you know, for anyone listening who may not know, Johnny Frank and Caleb Shomo of Beartooth were both in Attack Attack! Exclamation point. Because... Gasp! <laughs> who ever officially broke up, according to Caleb? Mmm. That's some juicy content. Some juicy rumors. So I, I saw on Twitter, tasty. Uh, Caleb said that there's a whole unreleased Attack Attack album. Nuh-uh. Give it to yeah. me. But not this is war, or this means war. Please do not give me another record like that. Give me the self-titled, or give me Someday Came, came Suddenly. I did not care for this is war. Oh, I um, I checked out the new Dealey Plaza album this week. AD. seen kids say when his parents reminded him they had to go to church today. What? Oh, what? shit. Sunday came suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that was actually really good. I'm just... Just shut the fuck up, I know. (laughs) So, who did you check out, Mike? That was more intense than I anticipated, I'm sorry. Wait, where the fuck did my attack attack go? Max, thank you for making a great pun. I appreciate that. library anymore. My library has been attack attack. Max. Yes? Thank you for that pun. It was really good. I'm proud of you. I'm it was happy, I'm happy to be of service. But you know, that pun has earned you this response. Max? No. Yes. I've never been more proud. <laughs> That's something people Adam and I have known each get. other for a while. We have a very long-running thing where I just say Adam no all the time when he posts puns or cringe or most of anything. So, my entire being, my entire existence... Yeah. <laughs> Alright. I've been very nostalgic recently for Avatar The Last Airbender. The show? Amazing. The movie? Go fuck yourself. And that <laughs> Shyamalama ding dong. Shyamalama dick face. I can't believe what he did. You know what can, I heard? Can, can we just erase the movie? Can we erase all copies, digital and physical, of that movie? You know what I heard? 
I don't know if it's true, so this might be fake news, but I heard he, more or less, only did the movie because his daughter or his granddaughter was a big fan of the show, and he promised her or really wanted to do it for her, something like that. Happy birthday, child of mine. I ruined your favorite show. Love you. Right. Hey, I'm going to take this thing that is your shining joy, and I'm going to turn it into a big polished turd. Happy birthday. Isn't Netflix doing a thing of it? Like another live action remake? They're doing two things. They're bringing the show back to Netflix, but then also they are in the process of making a live action series of The Last Airbender. And the reason why that should not concern people is because the original creators are teaming up with Netflix to make sure shit goes smoothly. Good. Yeah. I also like it. Like it's meant to be a series it's meant to have a long runtime and be this like epic conglomeration of events you know i think just trying to put it into you, you would... know a two-hour movie in general is going to fuck it by default because it was never meant to be consumed like that you can't put all of that into two hours you know where's where's the room for character growth and development that's the whole point of the fucking show if they were to do movies there is a way they could probably do it because each book, about the midway point, is not necessarily the climax, but it's where shit gets pretty serious, and then it stays pretty serious until the end of the season, and then it kind of relaxes again. So they could, in theory, do two movies per book, but then that would be six movies. I think Just that would Star be the Wars only that way. bitch and do nine of them. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, there was part one and part two for a while with movies. Breaking Dawn, Deathly Hallows, The Hobbit, <laughs> pretty much. Endgame. Yeah. So what have you guys been nostalgic about recently? I've been uh, re-watching King of the Hill lately. Again, it's just another something to kind of have on oftentimes while I'm doing other things, but it's also made its way into my watching stuff before I go to work routine. And no, honestly, I, I just like it, you know, underneath it all. It, it's just, it's a very wholesome yeah. family. It's fun. You know, it's fun to see Hank be an okay boomer and Peggy try to fight him. And there are a few remarks. I mean, it's definitely a product of its time. There've actually been a couple few episodes in a row where, you know, transgender people are explicitly mentioned and Hank, Hank does his like, blah thing. But, you know, and I'm trying to accept it as, again, a product of its time and a caricature of a man who is, you know, likely not terribly exposed to the LGBTQ plus community. And so he is kind of like, the fuck? Yeah. But, you know, when you look at it as that, like, this is a portrayal of a very, like, traditional man kind of trying to live in a modern world and reconcile the way he was raised with, like, the way shit is. And I don't know. It's a good show. I, I, I like it. I'm actually glad that you mentioned that because a couple months ago, I was pretty much doing the same thing where I would uh, throw King of the Hill on in the background while I would work on D&D stuff or play something on my Switch. And more often than that, I would be more invested and interested in King of the Hill because I've seen a lot of episodes just when it's played on, what would you call it? Prime time, probably not th- yeah. that. Yeah, like it was like Adult Swim. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I remember it fondly from. I was never allowed to stay up late and watch TV, but when I was uh, babysitting in middle school and high school, they would oftentimes be like, you know, kids' bedtime is eight. Here's the TV. This is the password for the parental controls, and I'd always stay up watching Adult Swim. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> Sorry, mom, if you're listening. She better not be. <laughs> Yeah, I, I anyway. really hope my mom doesn't find out about this podcast. No, hi, Key. Just abandon your legal name. It's easy. Hi, <laughs> what's up? I'm Alan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking no. Anyways, yeah, no. King of the Hill is good. I need to get around to finishing it. Along with a fuck ton of other shit. So, Mike. I've been nostalgic for a lot of old bands I listened to in high school. A lot of older emo like um really into far less right okay and then there's another band i think you saw oh, yeah. um just 
Norma Jean, mid-era Norma Jean. Okay. Oh god, the African Redeemer on daily <laughs> almost. Don't uh don't hate me or put me up on blast, but I've only heard the two most recent records from Norma Jean. Polar similar and all hail. Yeah, polar similar. Polar similar and all hail. Yeah. I'm kind of in that boat with you, Adam, even not just the specifically, but there's a lot of stuff that was big when I was in middle and high school and I just hadn't really gotten into the genre yet. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I'm going back and I'm like, you know, I could have fucking enjoyed this in its prime. I just suck as a person. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm the king of that. Same. But I'm the king of getting into bands way too late. <clears throat> I first like, point, uh, my best friend introduced me to The Chariot like two summers ago. Oh no. So sorry. Yeah, me too. I first I sucked in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I the first, first started... time that I listened to my favorite band, I looked them up because they this girl I liked was wearing their t shirt and I was like, I'm gonna look them up to impress her and I was like, Bah, what the fuck is this? Because I just that wasn't my taste at the time at all. And I'm looking back now, I'm like, shame on you, baby Max. <laughs> <laughs> shame this is probably one of those stories that i'm gonna end up telling them when i'm really drunk sometime shame kind of like game of thrones shame wait that doesn't really echo shame god damn it whatever i don't have a fucking bell someone listening will get that reference yeah i relate to that too when i first started listening to under oath it was i think few months or a year after they broke up and that was really sad uh-huh. um but then joke was on me and on everybody because they decided to come back for the rebirth tour which was phenomenal not only did caspian do to do a really good performance and helped solidify my love for post-rock and just a lot of instruments yes uh, but also getting to hear they're only chasing safety and to find the great line back to back with In- several of my friends was a night that I will never forget. Oh, you want to hear a cool story about me and Under Oath? Absolutely. Let's do okay. it. Okay. So from 2003 until 2005, I went to a private school and the church that was linked to that private school, the youth pastor, he <laughs> actually went. To school with most of the band members from under oath really? so the church from that school that i went to is actually the choir in it's dangerous, dangerous yeah business. in it's dangerous business no way what yeah it's crazy so it's, <clears throat> if you're ever able to find like the booklet or anything from that album it'll credit like that, that oh it's church. like one of the fun facty kind of things yeah so uh the youth pastor was the one to get like everyone into under time so we got into them like right after so i was in like eighth grade at the time but it was like the biggest like i don't know topic of conversation at this small ass private school and the majority of anyone in like about sixth grade and up was into under it was pretty cool that actually is really cool so then because i always thought like i was never i heard it through like word of mouth like that fact and so i never really knew for sure so I think it was like last year I finally asked Chris from Under Oath if it was true and he was like, Yep, sure is. Nice. That's yep. amazing. I almost went to that um reunion tour in San Antonio. I remember I was like sitting in a coffee shop and my friend was asking me to go with her and I was trying to buy tickets on um what was it StubHub because it was super fucking sold out and they were available and then I refreshed it and then they weren't available and a more expensive pair was and I was like, I don't have eighty dollars because I am broke. That fucking sucks. I, I, I still have yet to see them live. Yeah, Mike got on stage for that show. In San Antonio? Uh, no, oh, they, when it came to Vegas. Yeah, Vegas. Oh, okay, I was like... <laughs> Let's take a look at something with Under Earth. If they really wanted to, they could do another 10-year tour. tour. And since we never got one for Lost in the Sound back in 2018, oh, they could do Lost in the Sound and disambiguation back to back if they really wanted to that would be fucking amazing because both those albums slap hell yeah at first i didn't really care for disambiguation was not a fan of it but 
slowly it began to grow on me and I was like this isn't the under oath I remember but I definitely like this and appreciate it for what it is Disambiguation was the one without Aaron it was yeah and then I've had mixed feelings about Erase Me but right now I definitely like it I know I liked it when it first came out kind of started to not like it a little bit after and then after not having listened to it for about a, a year I uh, decided I'm going to listen to it again and I really like it and I don't understand why I got as much hate as it did because Under Oath said fuck thanks Under Oath said the fuck word thank you fundamental Christians for ruining literally everything I'm saying it and now we're going to get cancelled so <laughs> this has been the yep, Ben Change Podcast it, our only episode I hope you've enjoyed us here uh, thanks Trump thanks Trump Great. All right. Let, let, let's let's offend the evangelists and all say fuck on three. Okay. One, two, three. Fuck. fuck. All right, listeners. Well, thank you so much for your time and for listening to our podcast. Uh, you just heard what we've been listening to the over the past couple of weeks and enjoying. Why don't you find us on our socials? We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. And if you want us to see, if you want to, fuck. Okay. <laughs> Adam has said If you want to fuck. If you want to fuck, why don't you text me at 8675309. Well, listeners at home, you've been listening to a podcast. Oh, shit, really? <laughs> really? Okay, take three. Well, listeners at home, Thank you so much for your time and listening to the Binge Hinge Podcast. You've just heard what we've been enjoying this week, and we would love to hear what you've been enjoying. Find us on our socials. We're on Facebook at the Binge Hinge Podcast, and we're also on Twitter, which we will I'll announce on our Facebook because we haven't actually made the Twitter yet, but when this goes live, we'll have a Twitter. We'll see you in two weeks. And remember, Under Oath said fuck. <laughs>